Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Ramble Pack Podcast. I'm your host, Adam, and alongside my co-host and fellow game enthusiast, Mike, we're going to take you through the gaming news of the week. This week, we talk a lot about Kingdom Hearts, the PlayStation versus Game Pass debate and the subscription changes, plus some bit about the Unreal Engine and possible ads coming to games in the future. So sit back, relax, and let's get to the show. I got reincarnated as a slime. It's one of the, it's one of those um, Japanese uh, free uh, free mobile games that's supposed to be a um, a mobile game of uh, anime. Why does that sound familiar? The whole premise of the show is um, guy gets killed in the real world, uh, gets reincarnated in another world as a slime, and ends up building his own. Uh, uh, building his own town and stuff like that. It's actually a pretty funny show. That sounds... I, I swear I've heard that before, but I don't know. It sounds really familiar. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to lend you my uh, login for um, uh, Crunchyroll so you can watch it. Okay. I do not recommend it. I do not <laughs> recommend using the free version of Cr- Crunchyroll. It is annoying. That's all I've ever used, so I know. Kind of know how that goes. At least I was able to watch the shows. It worked. Yeah, but it it was to the point. I did the free version for a while, um, because of because I had I paid Funimation for the year, mm-hmm. and then when I found uh got the notification that um that uh Sony was finally gonna shut down Funimation eventually, and they're yeah, gonna be. Right. Cr- they're going to be porting everything over to Crunchyroll. They were supposed supposed to notify me how they were going to tra- port over everything from one to the other. But Crunchyroll doesn't have a yearly subscription, only the monthly. Oh, like they have to do their own kind of conversion? Right, exactly. And I was supposed to get, somebody was supposed to get in contact with me within like a week or two of me sending my email. And nobody got a hold of me. And I wasn't gonna pay. I wasn't gonna pay for two different subscriptions if I didn't have to. Right. Um. But once I started using the free one, I'm like, yeah, this is gonna get annoying very quickly. So I was like, screw it. I bit the bullet and uh, paid for it for now. And hopefully they they're able to convert the rest of my subscription to Crunchyroll. If not, I have. Bo- if not, at least at this point between the two I get to watch the shows I want to watch and then uh, I don't know the way Crunchyroll is set up I don't care for it because it's not user as user friendly as Funimation mm-hmm. you know honestly I never use the Funimation app I can't even think of an anime that I've watched that's Funimation based that would make me want to do that because everything that I've ever watched was on Crunchyroll to begin with uh, I think I don't know, what was it? 
Oh, for the most part, like when because we had Hulu because of Cali's shows, and a lot of the shows on Hulu was Funimation. Okay. So I wanted to watch like the second seasons and stuff from that on Funimation, which is why I got the subscription. I got hooked on their shows, and then now that I found out about uh, the conversion to Crunchyroll. I started looking into it more. I just don't like the way the way Crunchyroll was set up. Because mm-hmm. at least in uh, Funimation, the way their thing is, if you go into the show, they it, it's set up sort of like Netflix. You go in there, all the seasons are stacked one right behind the other, and they didn't have two different uh, different listings or different columns. For each individual language, it's you pick the language you want, and that's the playback. Okay. So you never have to change it back or anything. Right, exactly. It's not like I'm... Like, one of my biggest pet peeves with Crunchyroll right now is some of the shows I'm going into, I'll go into it to find out if it has an English dub, but I have to go through each listing and let it scroll to say English dub, Russian dub, French dub. I'm like, that's annoying as shit. Well, speaking of anime, the closest you can get would be explaining to me what the hell's going on with Kingdom Hearts. Because I I think I've told you before, I haven't played since the very first one. And I didn't Uh even beat that. I just played it when it first came out with like a couple of my friends when I was younger, and that was it. And... The most that I know is there's something called, what, Sector 13 or something? And, like, Orga- what's this? <laughs> oh, Orga- organization. organization 13, excuse me. And, like, didn't Sora, like, maybe die or he lost part of himself, which was Roxas? And then, like, Roxas is also a soulless or heartless person or something? You gotta help me. <laughs> it's been so long, and I don't even keep up with it. Listen, there's been... I think that's one of some of the people's biggest complaints. And um, and hopefully we're recording. <laughs> was, um, as far as... I think that's one of the bi- people's biggest complaints with the Kingdom Hearts series is um, at first, the the main titles seem to make sense. But then you have all these spinoffs that are supposed to be part of the story, but nobody wants to play. Mm-hmm. Or want to get a whole separate system type of thing. So unless you're like a big time fanboy, it's a pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, like the the whole premise of the first one was um, the whole idea between the worlds getting swallowed by darkness, which was the heartless and stuff like that, and the main bad guy being Ansem who felt dar- darkness. The premise of the second one is um when people turn into heartlesses if they're strong enough their bodies technically separate and become nobodies so their heart becomes the heartless their bodies become nobodies so isn't that what happened to sora in the first one too he was a heartless wandering through the town at first and then he somehow comes back Right, exactly. Uh, the, the explanation is he was turned into a heartless before the, uh turned into a heartless and then eventually somehow comes back as retaking his form. But wouldn't he technically be still be a heartless? So he's along the same lines as along the same lines as the bad guy, a human form heartless type of thing? I have no idea. 
and then supposedly in the second series until it's explained later on in, uh, later on in the other games Roxas was supposed to be his nobody yeah okay sure yeah and isn't that what all organization 13 is about they're nobodies or something like that the the original version yes oh boy the original yeah. version yeah, because okay. there's two different there's two different versions of Organization Thirteen. The first the first one is all the nobodies, and then the second one is which was introduced in Kingdom Hearts Three, which is every, um different versions of Anthem. Interesting. Yeah, the whole main big bad guy. Right. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> so Based off of, I'm assuming you've played three, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Of I, I had it pre the second I could pre-order it. It was pre-ordered. Cali for because I want to say it was the it came out the year Sawyer was born. I think so. Um, without because I uh, she originally wanted to get it when she heard it was coming out. She originally wanted to get it for me as a uh, birthday present. Mm-hmm. But no way you should get I had heard... that with you. Alexa, shut off. Okay. Would you? Play? Um. No, Alexa just started randomly talking. <laughs> it's not creepy or uh, anything. No, not at all. Um. Well, yeah, uh, I had it pre-ordered months in advance, and so when she found out, she um, ended up actually getting me um, a big screen TV, and okay. her and her her and her dad ended up splitting it, and that was my Christmas present that year. Nice. Yeah, and I ended up get uh, ended up buying a PS4 specifically for Kingdom Hearts Three. That's so now, you, that's now you got to buy a PS5 for the new one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm hey, at least try. they're becoming less scarce now. They're finally actually on the on the shelves now. <clears throat> yeah, but they're still five to seven hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, they're still expensive, <laughs> and they're probably not going to drop the prices for a while. Uh huh. So it's it, it's going to take a lot of convincing. For Cali to let me get for Cali to let me get one, just for Kingdom Hearts Four. At least from, if I'm not mistaken, they were still going to put it out on PS4 anyway. But I, are they going to be able to? Is the question because I showed you they're switching from Unreal Four to Unreal Five, and if Unreal Five doesn't work well on the PS4, they might scrap that entirely. Uh huh. I I don't doubt that. That's the whole. That was the whole reason why they. That was only a PS4 release and not a PS3. Right. I think did they release that on the uh, Xbox One or Xbox One X or whatever it was besides the Series X and S? Like did they step back one generation for the Xbox as well, or just the PS4? For what the the Kingdom Hearts games? Yeah, for well for Kingdom Hearts three. I know that they put all the extra box sets or whatever they have for all the first ones. Yeah. Um no, I think it was just the the latest the latest gen for the Xbox system. 
uh, at that time I couldn't I couldn't remember because I'm not I don't follow Xbox that uh, that often, um, if at all. Uh, Sony fanboy to the end, unfortunately. Um, That's fine. I started off on Nintendo and now I've moved on to Xbox, but Nintendo's still hanging around. <laughs> I'm only partial uh, to like the old PS1 RPG days. That's part part of the reason why I'm mostly mostly PlayStation is because of I'm big time Square fanboy. Mm-hmm. First uh, first game originally started as JRPG fanboy. Uh, first game was Sukoden. Okay. And then from there got into Seven, and then uh, one of my neighbors who actually got me into Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Got me into the other Final Fantasy games, told me about eight, nine, and then I just got got them from there. And the rest is history. I went backwards. I started off on eight and then went back to seven because I refused to play seven just because of the hype. I was like, mm. I'm not buying into this. I get it, but I don't believe that a game could be that sappy. And then I fell in love with eight's romance story, of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> But I went back and played seven and it was pretty good. I didn't. I didn't know about the hype. To be honest, I just my neighbor just told me it was a really it was a really cool game. This was when KB Toys was still around, so my mom took me to KB Toys, got the game. You showing our age? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Are you kidding me? Uh, it's to the point that uh, King's Highway, which is our local strip mall, mm-hmm. it was the KB Toys there. We went there <laughs> to get the game. Nice. This was also when Blockbuster was still around and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, speaking of Unreal 5, and you are a big comic book person. I, I'm assuming just Marvel, not DC, right? Depends. I'm more into Marvel right now, but when I... Uh, still a Batman fan. Um, How about Superman? Superman, little overrated, to be honest, but... Well, there is a pretty decent Unreal 5 uh, demo. Like, you heard about the Matrix one that they put out when they first unveiled Unreal 5 too, right? I was, uh, I didn't hear about it, but I read a little bit more on what, uh, like, the the link that you shared on the, for the Unreal Engine 5, the announcement, mm-hmm. uh, that they, that they showed stuff like that, that that's how they demoed it. Yep, that's how they demoed the engine, and then someone took that demo of the engine took out the main character and put in their mock-up of what Superman would play like, and it's it's like real-life Superman just flying around the Metropolis. It's crazy no what that engine can do. It's like a proper superhero video game, or at least a proper Superman video game. Flashbacks to Superman 64. Now, my question is, because now that we're going into talk, uh, talking about the Unreal Engine, when I was looking at the website, if I'm understanding it correctly, Unreal Engine is five. Uh, is it free for everybody to download? Yeah. And, and muck around with it? Yeah. Same thing with Unreal Four. No shit. It's it's a matter like of I, how you're using the game. Like if you want to just build games to have fun and like make things, you don't really pay them anything. But Unreal, or at least Epic, who you know makes Unreal, they set it up to where you don't have to pay them until you hit like X amount of dollars based on your sales, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, then you just download the thing, play around with it, make your own game, and ship it out. No shit, uh, that that's a smart move on their part, to be honest. 
they make hand, my, they make money hand over fist with Fortnite. I'm sure that they're not hurting. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? Look at um, perfect example. King, uh, what we were just talking about, Kingdom Hearts three, the hype behind that. How much money did they make from re releasing, re-releasing all that stuff over different ports? That's true. And they use Unreal Engine four. I mean, uh, you can just port everything that you own. It's not that hard to just keep making money or printing it out. Mm-hmm. And it's what five percent of five uh, percent royalties. Something uh, like that. Yeah. Can't complain. Uh, oh, that's nope. For some for something that that's as good as, uh, an engine that's as good as it is, and you didn't have to pay a damn uh, damn dime for it. I'm sure they paid for like certain things. Yeah, you I'm might sure have, they have like a special kind of account or something like that. I haven't looked too much into it because the stuff that I'm playing around with and building, I'm not using Unreal. I'm using Unity. Yeah. So I don't know much about it, but we'll have to read up more on it. Huh? Well, I'm like excited though. <laughs> the stuff that I've seen them do, like, did you watch the Coalition uh, demo? I did not. Their tech well, demo. Well, well. Mm -mm. It's what was, pretty. What was... It, it's 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 got a Gears of War feel to it just because it's from the Coalition, you know, the new makers of Gears, and it looks like it's in the armor, but it's pretty. It's pretty to look at. <laughs> it looks so nice. Hey, I could imagine. Look, uh, just looking at the uh, Kingdom Hearts Four trailers just for that. I wish I yeah. saved it too, but I found I saw a tweet earlier where somebody took a camera and took 122 pictures of their dog to be able to render it in Unreal 5. Yeah. And they it used so little amount of information and stuff from their computer that they were able to render it millions of times over in a giant square. And it was like 160-something billion polygons just to render it, and it didn't do a blip to their computer. No shit. <laughs> and it looked photorealistic. It was crazy. Watch, I can see... I can see stuff like that eventually, not even so much for the video game se uh, section. It's I can I can see companies like like Disney, Marvel, um, Lucasfilm, stuff uh, stuff like that, using that type of stuff for their movies. Because look at look at where they are. Yeah, that could be a thing that they could use to render out like new age three D movies. Like, that are just based solely in 3D. Right. Because, I mean, ILM is known for their special effects more than anything. Oh, absolutely. Because then they could do... They could do look at um, the What If series. I haven't that's watched all, it. That's all... Yeah, oh, shit, you haven't. All right. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I just... I'm not a big superhero person. So I can't get into ah. it. But I keep telling myself I'm going to start Moon Knight. So, we'll see. I have yet to watch. I have yet to watch it. I want to, but that uh, just because okay, the premise. Then we'll, we'll both start it on Wednesday when the new episode comes out, and then we can discuss the last <laughs> four. That that works for me. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, I can see well, what I was talking about. Was like the what the what if series is all CG, makes sense because they're okay. trying to trying to save money, especially if they have a big uh, a lot of the original actors coming in to do the voices. Right. Doesn't make sense to pay them a big budget, I mean a big salary, to be in a TV show type of thing. Um, but they could use systems. I'm sure they have their own systems. I don't know what the hell they use for the shows. But I can see people using stuff like that for 
like the Unreal Engine to do their show, uh, their shows. I can see that. Oh hell, they can make it like an interactive thing too, kind of like one versus one hundred back on the three sixty. Yeah, 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 exactly. Maybe find some kind of integration for that because that would be cool. Yeah, because uh, isn't Netflix doing certain things like that with certain shows? Um, kind of, but I we tried the Minecraft play along thing, like the Telltale series one that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's it's just weird. Like you're playing the game, it's clearly the game running, but you just have mm-hmm. dialogue options that you pick with the controller. It's, right. It's interesting. Yeah, it just, I it think, just feels uh, weird. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. I think the first one I dealt with, I didn't do do very much. I think I tried it for like a little bit. It was when they did uh, Puss in Boots, similar oh, type of thing. that's right. They did have that, didn't they? Yeah. And what I liked it and likened it to was you um I remember those books that um you would re- you would start reading and it would say okay turn to this page if you want oh, to see choose this your book. own adventure books right yes. exactly that's what I that's what I was thinking that that was uh, what it was mm-hmm. and then Callie showed me one the other day that uh, was based off of like trivia crack you know those little. Fun. Figure, figures ones, yeah. and they release like an episode a week. Oh, that one's essentially. I think me and Meg did one of those before too. Like yeah. Netflix had a a series, and it was like a new release every Monday or Tuesday, and you just go through and answer questions for the week. Yeah, that that's the one, I'm pretty sure that's the one we're talking about. That, that one's just that one's just. <laughs> but that's pretty much the game. Yeah. Except it's on Netflix, not on your phone. Would you say, like, one of those are, like, the Telltale games themselves? Ah, no. I can't even say that. I was going to say, would you say those are traditional games? But it's different when it's the Netflix version versus the console version, because the console version is definitely a game. But if you're just sitting there watching and pick an option, see what happens next, pick the next option, is that really playing a game? Or is that just clicking through dialogue boxes? It's, I don't know. I, I don't know at that point in those type of situations where... Where you would consider it a game, uh, where the game ends and where it's an interactive movie type of thing, like we were talking about, it's a, it's just a video version of the book, right? But there were game, there were older games that are like that as well, the same exact type of thing as the way it showed on the t- on the TV. Yeah, you pick your I option guess. and you follow the storyline. Yeah, that is a. That's an interesting way to look at it. It's like the new age version of a choose your own adventure. Instead of books, it's now on the TV. Right. I didn't even think about it like that. I guess that fits, considering it's an advancement in technology from book to screen. <laughs> cool. Well, it's a good thing that Amelia likes games. <laughs> Eventually, I can see I can see the lines getting blurred a lot between TV, video games, movies, stuff like that. You're not gonna know the difference. That's how I see it happening eventually. Speaking of blurring the lines between that and stuff, she's gotten super into Sonic, and she just realized that there is a Sonic movie out. So now it's I want to go see Sonic. <laughs> Wait, who didn't realize there was a Sonic movie? Amelia out? didn't know. 
Oh, yeah. that is awesome. She she just played Sonic Mania the other day just to play it around or play around with it, and we watched uh, like an hour long YouTube documentary about Sonic's from beginning to now kind of deal, like just yeah. talking about him. And in between there, there was a an ad that popped up talking about the Sonic movie. She goes, "There's a Sonic movie out." I'm like, "Yeah, this is actually the second one." She goes, "Can we go see it?" Yeah. <laughs> so that is awesome. But uh, good. What? No, I, ha- I haven't had a chance to introduce Sawyer, Sawyer to Sonic, but he is big into pa- the Pac-Man TV show, though. Oh, that's right. They did have a, t- a TV show a while ago, didn't they? Or do they have a new one now? I want I want to say it's the same. Well, uh, this this was recent in the last few years. Um, I don't remember if it was a if it was Nickelodeon or ABC Family, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, I remember seeing it on on live television. But now, uh, when Sawyer started getting into it, was um, Netflix when they added it to the uh, to the okay. lineup. See, we don't go on Netflix Kids very often, so I would have never known that was on there. It's cool. You, um, uh, actually, a lot of the shows that we were having them watch when they were little, like um, Oc- the Aquanauts. I almost said Aquanauts. <laughs> yeah, like the uh, like all the YouTube ones that we were talking about, like Super Simple, Baby Fur, stuff like that, Coco yeah. Melon, all that's Netflix. Fucking Coco Melon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, they picked up a lot of that stuff. So just to tie it back around to what we were talking about with superhero yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. too, and Sonic, the fact that they made seventy-one million. A domestic and beat Morbius, which I guess they were the top the week before somehow. Yeah, you want to explain to me how that's possible? Because I've heard nothing but bad things. Oh my god, but, I haven't seen Morbius yet. To be honest, I I want I wanted to see it. Trust me, it's it's one of those movies that it it got screwed over by the pandemic big time. Yeah, it, I'm sh- I'm sure if it was released on its normal slate schedule and and changes in production and shit didn't happen. It would probably have a better a better chance, but I remember something I, I was going to bring up earlier too. I'm going to hold on to that. Um, and I and I feel bad for Jared Leto. He gets so much shit and uh, <laughs> is the me- uh gets the uh, gets the horrible memes because of stupid uh, the, uh, these movies. Yeah, but no, I think people just. It could be just because people are getting tired, uh, getting tired of the the superhero movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of them. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna be booking my tickets for Doctor Strange soon. Fair enough. But, uh, but no, to be honest, if I had to choose between the two, between either either watching Sonic Two or Morbius, uh, to be honest, I would rather watch Sonic Two. Okay. One. Be- did you watch the first one? Be- oh yeah, I did. That was that was a cool movie. I was gonna ask um, how it was because I haven't watch it yet just not a i'm not a big movie or tv person but if it's within the realm of what i'm doing at the time then sure i'll watch it because i usually mm. don't get around to it i i liked it it was funny it was definitely uh they definitely made a good uh good choice uh good decision redoing the uh, the cgi for um for sonic because mm-hmm. i was one of the people yeah, that saw that was the- such a big uproar over that night you know what it sucks that it took so many people being upset and yelling at them for the studio to turn around and say, "Sure, we'll fix it," but it was yeah. bad. It was. It just did not look right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I looked at it and I'm like, really? You guys haven't learned from other video game movies? I I don't know how they got that. I know that they went for the realistic look, but it just the, the translation from cartoon to realism did not work for what they were shooting for. Yeah, but, but the uh, the redone version of them looks so much better. Right. I, I think I think that's what a lot of the a lot of these companies aren't realizing with these type of characters. It's yeah, I get it. You want it. You you want it to fit. You don't want it to look cartoony like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But look at when that movie was produced. Look at the technology they had at that point. Yeah, look Bob Hoskins was talking to like a stick with a ball on it, and he had to emote against that. Right. I'm sure they ha- they have to deal with similar similar stuff to that, but at least CGI and stuff has come come a long way that. The two the the video. Uh, you think it should be easier that they can make the right like vision come out? Yeah, your 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 audience isn't dumb. They're, they they understand these creatures. They're it's, not. It's also real. them trying to do their own thing for like that market. That sure they might be trying to like bank on the Sonic name for all the people like us growing up saying, "Oh, we played his games back in the day," but then they've got a market to the kids of these days, so they're going to go for like a different look. They even changed their shoes when they first made them too, but I I don't understand where they got that idea of him looking to be the one that they were going to use. So like, yeah, this is fine. I get that, but at the same time, the first the, the first iteration looked like he could give our kids nightmares. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. No, he did. And and I'm glad that they fixed it. It looks a lot better now. And obviously so, considering this is, I think, with how much they brought in for their first week, they are the top top most grossing video game movie out of all the ones that have come out so far here. If I'm not mistaken. Good, I'm glad, because Sonic... He was... uh, Actually, before PlayStation, I had my first game console was a Sega. Sega Genesis, and I played Sonic. <laughs> People are Mario fans. Sorry, I'm a Sonic fan. It's he he's got he's gotten the shit end of the stick for years. So let's I'm I'm glad he's making a comeback. I'm an equal opportunist. I had a Nintendo and a Sega Genesis, thankfully, so I got to play both of them equally. But funnily funnily enough, I didn't play Sonic as much as me and my sister used to play Streets of Rage all the time. I've never heard of Streets of Rage. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up from back in the day. What? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have much. Nah, <laughs> Just you run to the right and you beat up people as you go. Yeah, I'm, to be so, honest, I'm, I'm lucky I was able to pl- and play as many different types of games as I could. Tell me you've heard of Battletoads. Oh. Nope. What? Double Dragon? I've heard of Double Dragon, watched the okay. show, watched the movie, never never played the game. <laughs> Wait, you watched the movie? Yep. I, to be fair, I like that movie too, but it, it's objective. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say objectively bad, it's just a bad movie. It was nice and campy, oh. it harkened back to the games, but it was bad. <laughs> it's, you also gotta remember, at that point, the bar wasn't very high. Was that Wasn't that like before? Before, that uh, was, was that before or after uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie? Ooh, I'm gonna say, oh, I don't know. I want to say that that's after. Oh, now I gotta then look they it didn't up. Ha- 
then they didn't have a a high bar to a high bar to beat. So that's that's true. I mean, if it came after, then it was all them. They could have done whatever and made it great. If it was before, then yeah, they got to set the bar. But yeah, I gotta see which one of these came out. Okay, you ready? Double Dragon was ninety four. Yeah. Mario Brothers was ninety three, so it was their game to lose, <laughs> and they still did worse. Oh my Pretty God. much. Oh well, I mean, after that, what we get? Um, they had a Tekken movie. I think they had a Dead or Alive movie. Those were bad. The Street Fighter movie was bad with Raul Julia and John Wait, Claude Van Damme. There was a DOA movie, really? Yeah, I think Kevin I Nash played know. one of the wrestlers in the like from Dead or Alive. No shit, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to look that up. No, you don't need to. I <laughs> <laughs> bet. Huh? It's not great. I mean, for your own, I guess, humor entertainment, sure, go watch it, but it's not worth it. At oh least my in my God. opinion. I'm gonna trust your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it back to what we were talking about with the Morbius and the and the Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I the people are gonna be watching it right now. I understand they wanna uh they wanna appeal to a younger audience, but the audience that's mostly gonna be watching it is gonna be you and I, and we're bringing our own kids to it. That's true. I mean, that's look, where uh, a lot uh, of their money's coming from. Is probably kids and then subsequent viewings too. Right, exactly. Because because think about it, I'm not gonna take my son to go watch Sonic with the original CG uh, original CG if I think it looks like crap. <laughs> I want to I want to share my nostalgia. I don't want to show him that. <laughs> right. I mean, they have what? the old cartoons. We can show them too. Ah, true. Uh, Good luck finding him, though. No, um, oh my god. Again, bringing it back to Netflix, I think they have not, not when we were young, young, but they had um the anime version of the the Sonic X shows mm-hmm. on on Netflix. That was with Metal Sonic, right? Like that was the main I... bad guy besides Robotnik. Because the one I'm thinking of I, was back in the 90s where he was still on Planet Mobius or whatever with his raccoon girlfriend. No, no, no. Ed, no, it's not that one. It's, um... But it, but uh, Robotic Sonic, Sonic is, in, is in there, though. Um, Sonic ends up on Earth. Same, same idea as, like, the, the live-action movie. Mm-hmm. Ends up on Earth, friends right, a kid. he's in the city. I remember, because right. the kid's got, like, a red and white striped shirt or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. And then everybody comes over and stuff like that, so. Okay. That wasn't a bad show. It was, it was something to watch when you were watching, like, One Piece and Yu-Gi-Oh! and all of them on Saturday morning cartoons. Was One Piece out then? I think so. I remember watching I rem- Yu-Gi-Oh! It was, it was in the four, ki- the four kids lineup. Okay. Yeah, I want I want to say One Piece oh, was yeah, out by and now. They had they had Kirby. Speaking yeah, of that, yeah, yeah. Him and his game just coming out, or it, the Kirby game just coming out. They had a cartoon too. I think so. Yeah. Not recent though. No, was not he? recent. Back in the day, like along that four kids lineup thing. He had yeah, a cartoon yeah, yeah. Okay. Too. 
Yep. You, I remember now. You have a Switch, right? Or was it just the Wii? I still? do. No, it's just the Wii. We haven't, we haven't pulled the trigger on the Switch, though. Close. Come on. Close. It's cheap. You can get it. I want to. I, I really do. We really do. I was going to say, you got to play Kirby, the new game, the Forgotten <laughs> Land or whatever. It's so fun. It's so cute. My my concern about it is like one of the main reasons why we still have the Wii is because uh because of uh Smash. Uh we can still do multiplayer. My wor my worry is with the Switch version is um us not being able to do more than two play uh, two people off the one console. You can do it eight more... people on one console. On the Switch, really? Yeah. Okay, I really need to pay attention more to the damn Switch. <laughs> I mean, they've got 72 characters or something like that in Ultimate, and you can do up to eight people, like, all on one screen, yeah. I thought it, I thought you had... I, like, I know you can do up to eight fighters, but I thought it was... um, I, I didn't know you could actually do it on the one console. I thought you actually had to have the online play and connect with other people. I mean, you could if you want, but if everybody's in one room, you can put it on the TV and do eight people. Oh, shit. How do you... Uh, you I'm assuming the same way the you... Things. The just same idea as like the, the Wii. Controllers. Yeah, you just connect everything, oh. pick your character, and go. Okay, uh, I'll have to convince Callie at that point. That's <laughs> that, that. That's where uh, for some re that's where I was misinformed. To be honest, I always thought. Uh, I thought the. Um, I thought for some reason I remember reading somewhere that they they were going to limit it to just the two controllers, and then you have to con if you wanted to do more than that, you have to. You had to um, connect up with somebody online. I think that's how it started off with the Wii itself. Did it? I think so. But remember, the, the Wii is also a lot weaker than the, the Switch is. Oh, yeah. Well, Wii, Wii doesn't even have online support anymore. Yeah, they just turned that off along with like all the store and stuff. Like Within the last uh -huh. couple months, if not in the last year. It was mm, fairly recent. My... Because that was oh, yeah. a that was a big deal between people wanting to preserve video games and stuff. Because once that store is done, there's no access to those games anymore. You can't re-download them. You can't rip them off there. You can't do anything with them. So like the video right. game, what is it? The video game history museum, I think it was, was like getting on to Nintendo saying, "What are you doing? This is a piece of history. We don't have this anymore because you're just doing rid of it and saying bye." Right. And, and it's I'm also in... unfortunate that they're not honoring people's purchases either. But it's you know you don't buy games anymore; you rent them. Oh, are you kidding me? Pro uh, PlayStation's notorious for that. I That's bought. I remember buying the uh, when I had the PS3. I thought that uh, like the old game, um, the old Final Fantasy games and stuff like that, because obviously I don't have a PS1 and the systems aren't really uh, backwards compatible. I, a few of the games because they were on sale. I bought, I bought them. I rebought the seven, eight, nine, all them, uh, to play on the PS3. Right. And you could also download it uh, at that time. If you bought the PS3 version, you could play. Uh, you could download it in the the PlayStation Store for the PSP, PS Vita, any of the ones that you had there. But when you got, if you got a PS4, none of that, none of that ported over. Right. Even though you bought it, I'm like, are you serious? And I have to rebuy this. And uh, they, well, what did they do? They didn't. They never made it backwards compatible either, right? Like what you want to do before was all emulated. It's going to be PS3 emulated now too, right? On the PS4. I or PS5, think so. I could... something like that. 
And this is getting right. into like the PS Plus subscription stuff, which we can talk about in a minute. Yeah, I think that I think that was my biggest pet peeve. I'm like, I just and when I bought them, I, it pissed me off more because of the fact that I literally just bought it. Ended up getting a PlayStation Four not too long after. And I'm like, oh, cool! I can just download it and play and play it there. And then I found out, I'm like, I'm gonna have to rebuy these. Mm-hmm. That, that that's fucked up. And that's why I like the Xbox because a lot of the stuff that I played before got carried over when they started doing backwards compatible things. Unfortunately, to me, I still feel like a lot of their backwards compatible from Xbox and 360 up to the Xbox One and and One X is still limited yeah. because there's so many other classic games that people have been asking for and trying to get. And sure, they might have like DRM issues or like licensing issues with other companies that may not even have the license for those games anymore. Who knows? Yeah. But they've left a lot on the table and they've stopped making 360 backwards compatible games now. I think they're focusing solely on the new stuff and making sure that everything right. works going forward and on the PC side. Right. right. And I and I and I get it. They the they're there to make a buck, and it's not. They can't so much worry about being able to play, well, like for example, the PS Five. I'm not. I can understand they're not going to be so concerned about making sure, uh, you and I can play, um, like I was talking about. I started with Sukoden, play Sukoden One for the PS One on a PS Five. But can you I, imagine? I get you. <laughs> imagine if you oh just my. had that ability to do so. Like just you own. A PlayStation, just a PlayStation, and then you've got like the library of all the old games, all the way from one up until now. That'd be great, right? Exactly. But, but it, I don't see that being feasible either. Unfortunately, that's just pie in the sky idea. Right. It, it's it, and I, and I get it. It's just from the fact that like us looking because we we're old enough to see the conversions from VHS to DVDs to Blu-rays to. Uh, I never got around to using them. <laughs> Nobody did because they didn't last very long. Blu-ray blew yeah. them out of the water. Well, look at the what is what is the what's the new one? Is or is that the HD DVD? No. No HD and DVD uh, is gone. That yeah, was that was the. Yeah, that was the one that was competing with DVDs and it didn't work. Or that was supposed Blu-ray. to be the step up from DVDs and it was supposed to. Be able to beat Blu-rays, but it clearly didn't. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the one that they have now. It's what HDR, the black boxes one. You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> Not a clue. Uh, or is it? Ah, uh, my God. I know I, I got. It I a didn't couple, even know uh, that they had a new format. I thought everything was still on Blu-rays just because it could hold so much more information. They try. They're trying to at least, at least from my understanding. I've never, I've never looked into it, uh, just because I don't see very many companies caring, uh, trying to release their stuff on that format. But I've seen a few well, of them where. Yeah, that's the thing. You need adoption before you can start building on that technology. Right, and I've seen a full, uh, a few movies come out where, like, you know, the multi packs that they that they offer, where you can buy like. Oh, like the, the Blu-ray digital... and the DVD together, and then you get the digital right. download. Yeah. Right to try and promote that type of stuff. Yep. They did the same thing with that new format. I I wish I could. I wish I can remember what the hell it's called. Um, 
I bought a few of them, uh, a few of them of those because it was the Blu-ray and uh, it was the only way I could get the Blu-ray and the digital co- uh, digital co- download at that time because eventually Blu-rays are going to go away. Mm-hmm. From well, yeah, from everything's moving to digital anyway. Right, exactly. It's going to be the same way music went. There's no more CDs are going to be coming out. So, yeah, but uh, then uh, uh, that's that's a whole a whole other mess. Yeah, it, it go, but. I know this is a long, a long walk for a short drink of water, but it, it goes back to what I was talking about. It's... I've never heard that before. <laughs> You've never heard that saying, really? No, not like that, no. Never for a short drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, but it, it basically is what we're talking about. It's we're paying money. It's no longer we're paying money for for the content. You're paying money to... Yeah, be given the right. Yeah, the access that, which is what pisses me off because that's where like the PlayStation PlayStation's perfect example of it. The PlayStation Five has two different versions, one with the hard drive, uh, with the disc drive, one without it, and the one the with it it costs more if you want the the disc drive. So right. people are gonna buy the the one that you strictly download the content. Well, no, well, I want a, a physical of, copy. A lot of well, that's the thing. That's the difference between, I guess, you and the normal uh, consumer, I guess, these days, because everything is a digital download. I like the physicality of it too, because you've got the disc. You can't really lose access to it. The only catch to that is a lot of games these days need an internet connection to verify that you have the disc or whatever, or we'll say we need internet to be able to check for X, Y, and Z. Uh, now with how things are moving, it's besides it being cost effective for them to get the system without the disc drive easier to just plug in a hard drive and have all the space that you need for whatever games you want to download and you just delete it clear up space and then download the next one right but event uh, uh, but eventually once like i don't know i think i think i'm just uh, i think i'm just be uh it just shows uh just shows our age at this point and me be, be turning into the crotchety old man i'll agree that it stinks that you have to pay for the access to these specific games but I mean, they had to have some sort of answer for Game Pass too. You need some sort of incentive for them to actually buy into the service. Mm. Have you actually <laughs> looked at like everything that you get in the different tiers, and how much it is for each one? I haven't seen the new system for the play for the PlayStation uh, the PlayStation subscription uh, yet. I think uh, um, I'm still locked into like the annual um, the annual renewal. For the PlayStation Hour, PlayStation Plus, whatever the hell it was at the time. So I think uh, I'm looking at it right here, and I think Plus Essential is what that one is going to be called now. So is that be, the bottom? Yeah, that's the bottommost one. No shit. Yep. Uh, yeah. What? So it says PlayStation Plus Essential. It provides the same benefits that PlayStation Plus members are getting today, such as the two monthly download games, exclusive discounts. Cloud storage for the games and online multiplayer access, and there are no changes to your existing Plus uh, members in that tier. Which is so. which is fine with me as long as they keep the same price. So I'm like, I, well, I'm, how much are you paying I, for it now? <clears throat> I, last I knew was sixty a year, something like that. Okay, so they kept it the same. Apparently, they've just given you oh. different options on it too. Apparently, you can do it monthly, quarterly, or yearly now, or when they roll it out. So yeah, it's kept the I, same I, price. I, yeah, I think they uh, they they gave you that option too. I think before it was not so much monthly. It was you paid for three months, you paid for six months, or you paid for the year. Mm-hmm. And the cheapest option obviously was for the year. So I'm like, screw it. Yeah. 
I'm, why why am I going to pay? Weird. wonder why they have it set up like that, because Xboxes was like one, three, and then maybe six, and then a whole year, and I think they did away with the six month. So it's weird why they set it up like they do. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't <clears> get it. Uh, I, I, get, I guess there was some rhyme or reason to it at that time. So just for fun, do you want me to read off what you would get for the highest tier? For the PlayStation sure. Plus Premium? And you can tell me if it's worth it to you, because you're more of a PlayStation person. You tell me if it's worth it to you to actually spend this amount of money. Mm -hmm. uh, it provides sure. all the benefits from the Essential and Extra tiers, which Extra mm -hmm. was the last one. So in that yeah. one, you get everything you have already, plus a catalog of up to 400-plus games from... It says, 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from their studio catalog and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. Interesting. So that's what you get from the second tier up. And you don't, pay for, you don't pay for those games? That's just included? Yeah, it's just, the, it's just like Game Pass at that point. Okay. And um, how much is that one? For extra itself, it's 15 bucks a month. $40 quarterly or $100 a year. For the topmost okay. tier, you get that stuff plus an extra 340 games, which are from the PS3. That's through mm -hmm. cloud streaming or PS3 emulation. Okay. Um, catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations. So you get a handful of titles from those three. Okay. Cloud streaming access for the original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers in markets. Whatever okay. that means. Uh, where PlayStation Now is currently available. So I'm assuming since you have PlayStation Now, you can do that too. Okay. Uh, so customers can stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles and their PC. So you can stream those games directly to your PS4. Okay. And then, oh. This doesn't make any sense. Time-limited game trials that, that are offered in that tier as well. So you can download demos for free by having access to the most expensive tier of their server. Didn't you game demos used to be free to download? So that way you can try the game before they came out? Yeah. That, that's, the point of the that's the point of a demo. The topmost tier? $18 a month, $50 quarterly, or 120 a year. What do you think? Well, thing is, you now know that I'm I prefer a hard disk over downloadable content to begin with. Probably I'd have to no effect on it. You. Not really at this point. Uh, I'd have to look at that catalog to be honest, because if it's not, they have it listed somewhere. Uh, as for where, I don't remember, but they had a, like a list of games that they were initially going to put on it. Okay, because because uh, as far as if they had a trial period uh, of like a week or two for me to for me to actually go through it and look and see if I have any interest in it, then I wouldn't say no to testing it out. But it's with how how often I play now and how selective I am with the certain type of games I am that I do. Not well, think it's of it not, this you're way. not gonna convince. Think of it as you have you have limited time to play a game. Yeah. And you know that these games aren't going to take up much space, so you just go set up something to download so you can try it out later. 
Like, yeah. if you don't like it, you delete it. You download another one. And you have access to all these at your fingertips and can do whatever you want when you want with them. All right. Does that make it more enticing? Yes, but you have to keep the subscription active. Yes, you do. Uh, that's that's my concern. We're the as, only like, catch to it. Pretty much. And that yeah. is why I like Game Pass. It's a bit cheaper, but it's it's all interesting games, or at least things that I find interesting. You can download them on a whim if I don't like it. Boot it and get a new one. Yeah. And then if you like it that much and you don't want it to go away, you can buy it for a discount. Mm. So I can't uh. complain. <laughs> but I just feel like... <laughs> The demo thing is what gets me with the PlayStation service. It's like you you grew up being able to you got demo discs, like a disc full of like five or six or ten demos of games at a time. And now you have to have a tier of a service to be able to download and use demos. It doesn't make yeah, any you sense. Have, you have to pay for it? Hell no. Yeah. It's already bad enough that the, that these companies are forcing you to pay pay for online connection when it used to be free. It's it's already it's already bad enough that we have to. Well, I get that. You yeah. still have to pay for like servers and things like that too. You got to pay for the general upkeep. Yeah, but that should fall that should fall to fall back to the com the, the developers of these the these games that are requiring. Well, if they're hosting pay. it on their servers, they're still paying for like the server uptime and everything. Sure. But at the same time, but if it's on time, if it's on the Xbox or the PlayStation ecosystem, sure. Mm. I mean it. It just goes to paying for all their general upkeep, which includes like the Game Pass subscription thing goes directly back into the ecosystem. It pays the developers for the games and things like that, as well as the service. So I have no problem with that. Yes and no. I have no problem with that. As long as the money's going to the people who are developing these games. But the like originally when we were making PlayStation was making you pay pay for and be able to access the have online access to to these things. Where you're paying, you're paying, paying for these games to begin with. For example, the Final Fan, the Final Fantasy Online games or WoW games, stuff like that. If you wanted to play, granted, I understand WoW was on PC versus uh, the Final Fantasy games on the PlayStation. Well, Final Fantasy well, Eleven was on a uh, computer, and that was a paid subscription too. Fair enough. I had the. For uh for Christmas, I ended up getting because uh Square had it on sale online, fifty percent off, and uh, one month free trial for the subscription. Well, I have to pay. You pay for the game, man. Mind you, had had I paid, what if I had paid for it full price? Full price was what sixty seventy bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to pay for play pay the PlayStation uh, online access. You have to pay Square a monthly subscription. That's what I understand paying this monthly subscription to Square because it's their service. Right. Why am I playing PlayStation to have the privilege to connect to their server to the Final uh, Square servers, where I'm already paying because, for an internet connection because they're hosting the game and you're running through their systems. Because you have to run through the Sony network is why you have to be able to. They have a it's it's a walled garden, you know. They you yeah. pay to have access to that garden so you can have a connection to that game. It's just the way that the things are set up and stuff that you have to pay to get into a certain thing. It's just it's, well, you it's weird that it started off as PlayStation not 
or they were the ones that you had to pay and Xbox had a free a free tier that you could just play online and not have to do anything with the silver, I think it was. Or at least you can download games like that and PlayStation was like, fuck you, pay me. I don't remember pay, having to pay, pay PlayStation ever uh, uh, before. I could be wrong. I always thought it was uh, Xbox that had to had to pay. There was the what was it called Xbox Silver because you know Xbox Gold was the or maybe that's what it was Xbox Gold was like the full online membership thing but Xbox Silver you could still download like demos and things and talk to your friends online but you couldn't actually participate in multiplayer games. Yeah. I think that's what it was. But then, like, the argument was you're paying for freemium service, so that's why people did buy gold. Right, because that was one of the reasons why I had the... Uh, I had a, P- uh, had a PS3, all that, and I was a fan of PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the PS3 over an Xbox 360. Because the online connection with the PS3, you didn't pay a damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the only, only reason I even paid for PS Plus at the time was for... Um, Oh my god, for the the cloud uh, cloud storage to be able to back up my my saves and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot that they did that. Yeah. Um, Was, did think. PlayStation do it before Xbox? I th- I want to say it did, and that's for why Xbox ended up doing the so the silver tier. I, now that you're talking about it, I think I think that's what ended up well, happening. I know that. Uh... Xbox didn't do, like, cloud storage until, like, the end of the 360 era, too. As they were transitioning yeah. to the new Xbox, they were like, oh, also, we'll give you some cloud storage for a while. And then you use that to transfer information back and forth between the two. Right. So I think they were just uh, late adopting to it, but now they've they've got it worked out. Uh, one, side w- one side would come out with something, the next side would say, oh, we got this, and we're going to do this, and then back and forth, back and forth. And... That's the back... That's the back and forth nature of the gaming industry right now, at least between them right. two for a while. <clears throat> Pretty much, and then Nintendo, Nintendo's in their back saying Nintendo's doing their own, own thing. thing. They're just like <laughs> they're, they're sitting back saying, "You guys have fun. We we got our own thing." Yeah, it's like you, you go ahead, upgrade your systems, charge like thousand a thousand dollars for your systems, and lose money left and right. We're we're gonna stick with Mario and Link, and they're and our backbone. Makes them money hand over fist, but no problem. You know the name, you're gonna buy it. Pretty much. Um, that's why I had no problem. Uh, Pokemon, perfect example. Had no problem buying the next gens for them. Prince money, man. Yeah. Speaking of old and, school names, you know Vicarious Visions, right? It sounds familiar, but it's, I'm drawing a blank I, I on I think it, it was them it. along with THQ back in the day made Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I think it was them. Yes, 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 okay. Yeah, so I didn't know that they were making stuff for Blizzard now. Like, they were contracted to make games for them, or they were under their umbrella to make games for them, but okay, now they're not making games. <laughs> now they're just like, we're focused on Blizzard stuff, and we're not making games anymore. We're making Blizzard titles. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it's a little sad. It is, but, look at, uh, but it makes look me at wonder the why they needed them to do that. Like, why'd you have to absorb a whole other company to make your games? Because they're, like, few 300-plus people. Granted, I know a lot of them quit over the last fiasco that went on. I don't know if you've heard about all the lawsuit stuff going on between them. No. Well, I, I heard that there was something going on with Blizzard, but what, what was that all about? <laughs> That's a story for another day. 
because that's a okay. huge mess. All I can say to to make it easy, there's a lot of misconduct and mistreatment of people at Activision Blizzard, and it yeah. basically went all the way up to the top. You know, fuck Bobby Kotick because he's just a piece of shit. He owns Activision Blizzard, but he just he let the shit yeah. run rampant and yeah, basically turned his back to it. But it was just a lot of misogyny and talking down to people and making fun of people of the opposite sex or I think there was even racism thrown in there and just they let it run for so long and now oh, and then that just like it blew up became a lawsuit in the uh, state of California <laughs> and then Xbox turned around and bought the bought them as a company because oh, like everybody came out and spoke out against them you know Sony yeah. and Nintendo and Xbox and I think it was a week later, Xbox is like, oh yeah, and we're buying Activision Blizzard now. <laughs> but that was like, I don't know if you kept up with that, but that was during the, the couple week where the couple weeks where there was the main companies buying up game developers left and right. Yeah. Because not too long after that, Sony had bought Bungie. Or at least acquired yep. them. They didn't buy them, they acquired them. Uh, that, one, that one I knew about. Uh, and I think... And... Now that you were talking about it, I I think I remembered they did that because of the, because of the Microsoft buying out. Like that was uh, their answer uh, to them. Yeah, because they wanted. Because uh, wasn't uh, didn't Microsoft was going to make them, uh, um, Xbox exclusive or whatever, and then PlayStation was like, "Screw you! I'm taking Bungie, and uh, we're going to make this still cross-platform." So, um. I don't know if that was their intention, but the worry was a lot of these games are going to be first party only or first party exclusive. Yeah. Um, a good example of that is Bug Snacks. That was I think that came out as a PlayStation exclusive and it just came out on Xbox. Yeah. So it makes okay. you wonder about the first party situation. Mm. But I mean it, it I thought it was ironic that Bungie got bought by Sony because it started off as Bungie making Halo, and yeah. then they were they looked to Xbox for help. Xbox acquired them. They managed to buy themselves out of that contract. Went off solo again. Got acquired again by Activision or like joint Activision thing. They didn't work out, so they bought themselves out of that contract. And then they went independent again. Did a short stint yeah. with Game Pass for Destiny for the Xbox, and then got acquired by Sony. Yeah. I I think it's just that, funny I think how that was... it worked out. Pretty much, and I think that's why why the Sony contract is the way it is. Um, they want. Um, well, they I think they get put, anything uh, if they tried to make Destiny a single console exclusive game. There was no way there was going to be they would be able to go backwards with that. Right, exactly, and it, and I don't think it would have been a good idea either way. It's just the I mean, game shouldn't be. It's, we've been we've been we've dealt with exclusive uh, exclusive games since. The start of everything, obviously, like Pokemon being exclusive to Nintendo. Um, at some point, Final Fantasy uh, became exclusive. The newer Final Fantasies were exclusive yeah. to PlayStation. For Stuff the most like that, part, yeah. Right. And once cross-platform happened, you're not. It gave an answer to people who were. It's not really a problem. Uh, I don't think it's really a problem to be no, honest. No, it's a but. great solution that people, I swear, need to implement more. It's yeah. awesome when crossplay works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, my computer's jiggling and everything. <laughs> oh, God. So, what were you saying? 
No, what I was saying was like perfect example of what we're talking about is um uh Destiny. When you told me it was finally cross platform, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love I love the fact that I could play Destiny uh, when I was into it, and I found out my father in law was into the game too. Um, but he's the only person I know that plays the game on PlayStation. Well, I didn't know that. We could have been a fire team. We could have played together. Well, I did, I had no I had no idea that it was cross platform. I knew the game was on multiple systems, right? But I didn't know there was cross platform play until you said something and you asked me about it. Mm-hmm. And when we finally got to play, I thought that was pretty damn cool. And that was probably that was one of the main reasons why I put the game down was because. One, we started getting busy and stuff like that, but it, it it was hard to coordinate with her dad to be able to play and stuff like that. And yeah. well, that's the problem with these days; not enough time to go around. Right, exactly. And where your schedule kind um uh kind of um kind of matched mine, where we had the same availability type of thing, it was easier. Yeah, and. And I, you didn't have to buy a whole new system, or I didn't have to buy a whole new system, which would have sucked. Even if I just had a computer, or you had a computer, it it works that way too. Right, exactly. That's it's why we need more crossplay. Pretty much, <clears throat> which brings back to the Unreal Engine. <laughs> I, if you have that, you, you, if everybody's running that and running that engine type of thing, it's well, the engine just runs the graphics of the game and like the detailed rules of the game it's the it's the developers that have to implement it i mean they have to code all that stuff in yeah but at the uh but that makes things a whole lot easier because i highly doubt it's going to be much different honestly i don't know if it does or not i don't know if it makes it any easier for it i know it makes it easier for them to render things in the game but that's as much as i know about unreal yeah Uh, you you have a better idea than i do (laughs) i just I, I think there's the fact that you can things are getting a lot easier than they were before. Oh, that yeah. you didn't have to rebuild rebuild games from the ground up for each individual system, and they're all that similar. Well, short short of Nintendo, but that's like you said, they do their own thing. Um, they're good at reinventing the wheel, though. Yes, they are. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like I said, I still, like you said, I still have my Wii, and we play it. <laughs> May not have online support, but we still play it. There's nothing wrong with it. That's the only way I can play Wind Waker or any of the older Legend of Zelda's right now. I bust out the Wii and play that. Like I, like I said, Nintendo's the only company that I will justify paying seventy dollars for. <laughs> A game that has been around for years and not complain. You just brought up a good point. Do you think that $70 is a good price point these days, or do you think that's too much? Because we've had $60 for a long, long while. Yeah. It's been it's been years. Like, PlayStation games is roughly about $50, $60. It's... They've already said that certain games were going to be $70 for the PS5, too. Mm, I I can I can see that happening. I'm, I can I can see that as long as it's not not the bullshit that the that these companies are doing. Like again, bringing back Destiny, where it was supposed to be a much fuller game, and it got chopped up into 
downloadable con uh, pay to play downloadable content. Yeah, but they've since gone and fixed that though. Everything's so much better with the story. It shouldn't have been that though. It, it, it no, but there was a lot of mismanagement mis uh, mismanagement by them, I think, because they uh -huh. they shuffled writers and uh, game directors. Now they finally found their footing. They're not, but they're not the only companies that are doing that. No, they're not. Look at um, and I can't believe I'm saying this. Final Fan uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Each chapter, this game from I, I feel I like they so. had to do that though, because that was in development hell forever. It was in development hell because they didn't. Uh, the company was overloading themselves. Reason why Kingdom Hearts three waited so it was stuck for so long because the Kingdom Hearts team was working on. Is that the versus... same? Is that the same director? That's a Yunamura, yeah. How you did they both? actually? He he was the original director for. Uh, he did Kingdom Hearts three. Mm -hmm. He was also the director for what was originally supposed to be. Final Fantasy 13 Versus. Because when it was supposed to be the three games, um, uh, 13 Versus and Agito. Mm -hmm. uh, Agito turned... Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Agito turned into... Um, uh, I want to say Final Fantasy Zero or something like that. Um, and then... Which went from a game to a movie? I could be wrong. It's been years since I've seen it. Okay. Because I was excited about the the triplicate, on that on the on the whole concept of it, mm -hmm. and then thirteen uh thirteen verses ended up becoming Final Fantasy fifteen, is it something like that now? I uh, I don't know. I mean, fifteen was its own game, and I played that for a while. That's all I know. That that that's the one with Noctis, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I have it sit, I have it sitting in my game catalog, and I still haven't, I haven't played it. Um, I, I wish, I, uh, it was fun. I, wish I, I never beat it. Is I, it? Yeah, I got like a third of the way through. I think and it was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, they pulled it in because of how long in development hell those two games were. They pulled, they pulled Tetsuya Nomura off of it, and they also had him on Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy VII remake. So they had him literally bouncing back and forth between the two. Pretty much, because oops, sorry, I had to readjust. And because all three of them were his babies, mm -hmm. but at the same time, when you have the same teams working on everything, you're you're not gonna get anything done, right? And then look at what look at how how the different copies ended up. It's they had to rebuild. Kingdom Hearts three, they they scrapped their old engine to begin with, because uh, theirs was the Luminous engine, wasn't it? Beats me. I didn't keep up with that. I'm not sure. I I know it was their I know it was their own in house engine that they had they had revamped and rebuilt specifically for, for Kingdom King Hearts, Hearts 3. three, right? And then they scrapped it all together <laughs> after rebuilding it. Uh huh. Jeez. They 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 built it to handle Kingdom Hearts three, and then they realized, okay, Unreal Engine do, can do everything that we want, so they scrap it. Okay. This was like years into it, and between all those games, they pulled they pulled Nomura from from Versus thirteen ends up being turning into fifteen. 
15 was uh, looks phenomenal. Never played it. Wish I uh, wish I, uh, I I can't. I will soon. Hopefully before I have to get a PS5. Um, but they pulled him from that. People were complaining about that game where it's still lacking in spots where they said it should uh, it shouldn't have been. Didn't live up to the hype that they said that they said it was supposed to be. Kingdom Hearts three again, a game that's been on forever and ever and ever, and didn't live up to the the, the expectations of of the fans. And they tried to fix it with some of the some of the updates and um, the downloadable content and stuff like that. But even then, it's I love the game. Don't get me wrong, I love playing it. It's uh, I'm pissed that I had to wait so long to get it, but you're admitting you're an apologist, better. huh? You're an apologist. It's okay. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that it's it's bitter. It's a bitter taste in my mouth. It could have been better. Uh, and I think and I blame the it on general Claire. sentiment when the game came out too. It's like people were like, "It's all right. It's Kingdom Hearts," but they were expecting something better. Right. Exactly. It, had had they let Nomura and the original team focus on it, that's the thing. They they pulled a reverse. That that's where I was getting at. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I'm, Don't apologize, man. Now that you now that you, now that you said it, I'm gonna think uh, catch it every single time. But that's what they did. They pulled Nomura and uh, from versus thirteen, but kept the Kingdom Hearts team on there. Mm. Where in the opposite for Kingdom Hearts. They kept uh, they kept Nomura, but I had a whole different team. I think they had the Osaka team play, uh, working on it, or it was the versus uh, uh, the reverse. But it didn't. Uh, I, I need I to know. figure out it, what their setup is because that would be interesting to just see like the different teams and who they have set up for each game. Right. I didn't know that they had it separated into like specific teams to make these things. Right. They they had different teams working on it, and this is like everybody on this new team that was working on Kingdom Hearts three has never worked on any of any of the previous titles. So I, I I'm curious I'm curious as to what their thinking was at that time. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like I said, it they they did a good job, and if it was somebody that just came off of playing playing the the original games and none of the side quests and hasn't put in, um put in the amount of time that the diehard fans have they uh it, they'll they'll be okay with it uh, uh, you're you're not you get your money's worth but i don't know still I, I don't know i'm just that bar that people are expecting or the ravenous fans want yeah i i, I think uh, I, I don't know i think i'm just one of the uh one of those bitter hardcore fans that people say hey stop your bitching I, you know what? I understand how that feels. I mean, that the Legend of Zelda's what twenty thirtieth anniversary, something like that. One of their big milestones passed. You want to know what they announced? A Game and Watch version of one of their Ooh. games. Just like here's an alarm clock, and it's a Game and Watch, and you can play it. And that was it. <laughs> so I was like, well, fuck, man, it's a big deal, and you're not gonna yeah. say anything. Pretty much. Know. I'm holding out hope that we're going to get something like Ocarina of Time and Wind Waker and Majora's Mask all like in one collection for the Switch because that would be ideal. I I hope so. That that I, that would be awesome. That would be pay homage to the people who have played that game type of thing. I would be so and, happy. Oh yeah, 
It's it's what I think that's what I liked about when they did. I just wish they hadn't done it at so freaking often when they did the uh, the remasters for the Kingdom Hearts games, and they instead of just doing separate segments when they release Kingdom Hearts three or just before it release all of them mm-hmm. in one shot. And I understand, okay, release it for the PlayStation 3, and then, oh, no, now we have the PlayStation 4, let's re-release it for the PlayStation 4. That makes sense. But doing 1.5, then 2.5, and then you're doing the whole bundle, I'm like, okay, you guys are just assholes. Well, speaking of things that are, like, DLC-specific or being piecemeal or reselling something again, um, there's a streamer that is, like, super into fighting games that I follow, like, on his YouTube, or sometimes I'll check him out on Twitch called Mm -hmm. Maximilian, and he brought up a super interesting point about fighting games themselves, because he's been in that scene for years and years, and he pointed out something interesting, because I'm, like, on the the fringe of that. I've played fighting games. I've grown up playing them. I play them casually Mm -hmm. just for fun. But he brought up the fact that when a fighting game comes out, there is DLC, like, baked into that. They already have characters withheld and stages and things and plans in place, before the game even comes out but some of those games just take it to an extreme where it's just costume after costume or character and stages and it's broken up into so many things that he's like why don't fighting games just go free to play you can just sell the base game with like six to eight characters maybe even ten have your normal five stages maybe a basic story and then sell what you want piecemeal because they're already doing that they're just adding on top of the DLC and everything being sold piecemeal, you're, yeah. you're you're spending another $60 on the game as well. You're not getting the game plus access to all that shit afterwards. You're spending upwards of $100 on one game just to stay constant and current with it. Yeah. I and I don't know if you've been into fighting games, but what do you, what do you think when it comes to DLC like that, or at least the fighting <laughs> games? Should it be sold piecemeal, or should it be just all in one? As far as, far as the, the fighting games, it's me. I grew up with Tekken. I started at three when I, ne- I never ended up playing one or two, but I played three, four, five. And then that that's how I, um, that's how I knew it as far as uh, fighting games. Mm-hmm. Um, so no cell, no soul caliber, no street fighter, no guilty gear. I played no soul caliber. You've had to have played blast blue. No, I heard of it. Never played blast blue. I think I played one of the soul caliber games. Mm-hmm. Or it was something similar to Soul Calibur. I I don't remember. It was a PlayStation One game, um, like my uh, and it was something I played in Portugal and my uncle had. If it was there, it was probably uh, or if it was on PS One, it's probably Soul Edge, like their first one, I think. I don't remember the name. I'm just guessing. They also had like Bio Freaks and stuff like that. So yeah, it, it was like the character styles were along the lines of like final fantasy Gomez, those those type of styles but it's i can think it, of a lot it, of other ones that go along with that so i don't know yeah i i if i if i if i um maybe next time i'll remember if i remember i'll like i'll let you know what game it was but it's i i agree it's along it's along the same lines of what fortnite is right is what he's suggesting the game, the, the main game itself is yeah, free, but you buy all the DLC. Yeah, but I wonder if it would be more of like a finite DLC rather than an infinitely created one, kind of like Fortnite is, because they have like ideas upon ideas for every single season that comes out, and it's always something new that you can buy. 
but I wonder if right. it would be like just one set of DLC. Like here's what we're going to make throughout this and you can buy it piecemeal if you want, like bits and pieces here or these here and this here. Or if you can right. just like pay one price later on down the road and get everything. Because Dead or Alive did something similar to that where they gave you the base game. I think it was like Dead or Alive Extreme? Like yeah. when one of the Xboxes first came out. That was their forte into like the free to play market and then you could buy additional characters and a million fucking costumes or stages and stuff for all the different characters too. Like they threw DLC at that game. <laughs> no, that's I I don't know. I'm I'm for free um for the original game being free to get free to play. Because right now I'm bit as far as games go, I, I'm not even like main console. It's basically gotcha games on your mobile. Um and that's the idea of like gotcha games. It's you for the most part, the game itself is free to play. You can run it through through the whole story, collect different characters and stuff completely free by uh you can earn the in-game currency for free by fulfilling missions. Obviously it's finally up until the point where you do all the missions and stuff like that. Yeah, that's I'm that's, okay. uh, that's your games as a service thing. Right. And then you pay and then you just uh if you really wanna invest the money into buying more of the in in game currency, I'm okay with that. That's if you really want to put the money in. And then um and then if you want if you wanna get if you really wanna get into the nitty gritty where like you have uh, corporate sponsors and stuff like that, and you flash like a Coca Cola logo and the main title screen or whatever. Okay, that's fine if that's how if that's how they're gonna earn it. And then so if you... so you're you're pro games as a service so long as there's like a free tier rather than having to pay into their system, kind of like how the Battle Pass system is now. Right, exactly. I'm especially those types of games. It's especially and when they're coming out with new versions of it every single year, like the Madden games, the FIFA games, stuff like that. That would be interesting if they would just put that out free to play and then you, like, buy the teams that you want or something like that. That'd be a hell of a way to do that. Right, because it, it's it, it's sickening, <clears throat> to be honest, to have to re-buy every single game. I'll tell you right now, I don't see that happening for the FIFA series because they already have a gotcha service within the game that you already buy to get certain players, and people spend millions of dollars on those. Yeah. So there's that, no way that they're going to change up making people buy just the game and then add shit onto it. Yeah. And and I think that I think that's bullshit. If you're having to pay for the game and then on top of that you have to pay even more on top uh, to release stuff that should have been there. And there's two other things I just thought of when you mentioned the whole ad thing, but keep going. It's uh, It's people nickeling and dining them. It's it's no longer, "Hey, let's make Let's yes. make the best game we can make. You you are right. And that was the problem with one of the newer NBA, was it 2K or 22? What the fuck is it? One of the newer NBA games. I never remember the names. But you, you're playing the game, and then your game gets paused. Not literally paused, but like you get a pop-up of an ad. Like a literally an ad for a real-life thing while you're playing the damn game. And then it goes back to the game. It pauses you from playing to show you an ad on a $60 or $70 game that you bought. I think that's oh, overkill. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not not a chance. If you want to if they want to do what like Facebook does or you see or the way it used to be anyways. 
where you see like an ad pop up on the side while you're while you're scrolling through and in the main menus and stuff like that. Not in that main game, no. What the? It's the same I, idea. I feel like what that's we were a bit intrusive. Uh, a bit intrusive too. I'd rather it be like you're you're playing a game. You see a billboard. There's an yeah. ad on the billboard. That makes sense. Okay. That's I, I like that idea. Yeah, and I there was a article recently that said that Xbox was working on some sort of technology to allow for in-game ads. I didn't read into it yet, but I'm wondering how that's going to be different, considering they had something similar to that when it was like the old Ghost Recon games. Like in the game, mm-hmm. there was there was in-game advertisement on a billboard for a specific car, and then one of the levels even had that car in it. And you can't damage yeah. the car because it's you know advertising money. You can't blow up what they're showing off. But it was hit right. by a spotlight. You can't damage it. And it's front and center. You see the car. You see the billboard. It talks about it. That's in-game yeah. advertising right there. But I'm wondering if they're shooting for something like where they can go in, change a couple numbers, upload something, and then it's an ever-changing ad within the game. Right. I, I'm, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, let's say, for example, M- the MLB games. You know how, like, in the background you see... Um, oh, like the, actual... the scrolling stuff along the walls. Like right, exactly. Yeah. And where they do that on the actual games... If you put an ad there, that makes sense. But, right. It's but is where it okay it's to do that to a $60 game versus understanding that if it's a free-to-play game, they have to make their money somewhere? I'm okay with it being on a... Um, it's kind of uh, That's where I'm now trying to... Con- I'm about to contradict myself. If they're going to force you to pay for a game and you're willing to pay the game to begin with, if it's background advertisement that like that, make the uh, make the additional download uh, uh, the additional downloadable content free. That's fair. I could get that because, but then you have to hope that they're taking whatever ad money they would get from putting those ads in the game and making it uh, uh, supplementing the cost of the DLC with that ad money that they would be coming pulling in from putting the ads in the game. Right. I, I would assume I would assume at that point, because uh, there's only so much at some point where, yeah, I I understand what you were talking about with like the subscription services and stuff like that, where yeah, like you're that, paying. That would make their... sense to do it, too, because you're well, no, because you're still buying into the service. And then if you're downloading the game through that service that you paid for, would it be OK to put the ads in there? Because you're the idea is that it's the full game. You're not locked out of anything. So that's still a weird area to think about putting ads in that. Well, no, what I was talking about was like how you were saying earlier when we were talking about um, paying for the online uh, online games, like the Final Fantasy 14, 13, whichever one was the, the online version, um, their version of like WoW or whatever, mm-hmm. how you have to pay a monthly subscription for their maintenance and stuff like that. It's, I can understand it costs to a certain degree to maintain the servers and stuff like that. But there's only so much ad revenue you're gonna get from them to pay for that. After that, it's all it's all surplus. That's all stuff that that fund can go to DLC and stuff like that. Yeah. And they still and at some point they will still keep making if they do it well enough. They will keep putting money in their pocket. But that's hoping people actually give a damn about about their their customer base and not lining their pockets. You got to make money somehow. Yeah. I mean, how many people is it okay to piss off to be able to make a couple extra dollars so the studio stays in business? You know, where is the line? 
Right, and and it's, one it's one just th- interesting to think about because we're inundated with ads as it is with everything we do and watch. It's just oh, another God. medium for them to creep into now. Uh, I I think we joke about it. I joke about it at work all the time, where like our phones and le- we'll be talking about one thing, and then we go to see. You'll see an ad on it right after you talk. Bro, about it. yes. <laughs> For Christ's sakes, Alexa was going off in the background listening to us. <laughs> so it's they're collecting enough information and money and stuff like that. It's it's time these companies say, hey, and uh, we need to start actually caring about what we're doing type of thing. Yeah. That just reminds me of that John Oliver episode that just recently aired last Sunday about data brokers. You should go watch it. Okay. Just know that if you don't know what product you are selling, then you are the product kind of deal. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, pretty much. Yep. And that just goes along with, them getting the information from you based on what ad you click on and what you do and then selling it off to a third party that can sparse or splice through the information and then sell you ads based on what you like and what you don't like. Pretty much. That's and all that it is. And even then, that type, uh, if, uh, without veering too far off from the video games and stuff like that, but that even that type of stuff doesn't bother me so much. Okay. As, lo- as long as... You like as... the idea of things being tailored directly to you? I don't mind it. It's I'm okay with them tailoring stuff to my likes because mm-hmm. it did I freeze? Yes, I did. Um, because then they're suggesting stuff that, which is the whole point, that I would actually be interested in. But okay. I, and I get some people like their privacy and stuff like that. I don't. It doesn't bother me so much because I'm not that scared about it yeah it's uh, it's creepy to think about that they're collecting that much information but yeah, at the same time it's a little creepy at the at the same time the fact that this thing has a gps yeah they know where you are at all points in time pretty much and if they if anybody want got a uh, got a court order if they uh the telephone company's given given over all your call logs and text message logs and uh internet searches and everything like that so Good, good luck. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, I'm a little peon. I'm not that important, okay. type of thing. Fair enough. If I run for president, then hey, guess what? I'm probably <laughs> have a different opinion. But we'll revisit that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh Jesus, what the hell? Yeah, we were on talking about the free. As far as the, uh, as far as those type of games, fighter games, FIFA games. Any of those that they're releasing a new version of it, I think I, I think the the uh, the base version should be free to play and have some some way of ads. right either supplement with ads or do do it the 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 same system as like the gotcha games which I which I care for if you don't want to put the money into it fine don't don't put the money into it um save your in game currency for the stuff you really want and then. Um, if you find something that you like and you actually want to spend the money on it, go for it. You by are describing the normal games as a service now. Like the typical console games as a service. That's exactly oh, how Christ. it runs. <laughs> I like how that comes back around. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's literally the Halo Infinite model, the Destiny model, the Fortnite model, the Apex model. Yeah. 
That's all that it is. You got a free battle pass here. You can play through the game. You get stuff from that. You get in-game currency every so often from that that you can spend on their in-game store. Well, that, that's a, that's the thing though. You look at um, where you were just perfect example. You were talking about with the Destiny. Yeah, you have the free version. You can play through that through the storyline and stuff like that. But you're not gonna get um, uh, the campaigns. You do. You still have to pay for. The, okay. You get access to um the Witch Queen campaign, and I think you maybe you still get the Red War. I don't know. At the very least, I think now that when they put out the Witch Queen, the Witch Queen, you get access to the Witch Queen campaign itself, but you're locked out of like, I think the dungeon, maybe the raid, uh, a weapon or two, and I want to say something else. Like if you don't own the DLC for it or whatever, you don't have access to the dungeon from the 30th anniversary pack. You're locked out of certain things with the Witch Queen and things like that, but you can still play the entire campaign. You still can play the game normally, get the weapons, do all your upgrades, shit like that. But that 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 extra stuff, I, I think it shouldn't be behind a, pie, a paywall. That's what I, that's what I'm talking about. Like you you know the Eversource um, currency and stuff like that. The Eververse. Oh yeah, Eversource. Eververse. Isn't that a wow. gas company? <laughs> Yeah, that's a utilities company. Jesus Christ. Um, Eververse. <laughs> well, yeah, the Eververse currency. How you have to pay for that and stuff like that. You should yeah. be able to earn that. I understand. Uh, basically, the idea of the gotcha games is that they release it in small quantities for doing certain missions and just playing the game. You save it up after a while. You don't want to... They have two different versions of that. They have the silver, which you can buy for real money and then spend that on their Eververse store. Or you can earn Bright Dust through playing the game, doing strikes and stuff that you can spend on the store to get things via Bright Dust. Same cosmetics, same things that from the Eververse store, just you buy them with a different currency. Now, but can you use the Bright... Uh, for the stuff that's locked behind the paywall that you were talking about, can you buy it with the Bright, the bright Dust? Um, I, I think anything that shows up in the Eververse, you can buy, I think. I don't think any of the cosmetics or the emotes or anything are locked behind having to own it. But the stuff that's that's part of the uh, part of that that DLC, like the is that a... it's specifically I think the raid, the dungeons. There's one exotic that you had to have, like one of the bonus content DLCs to even yeah. get. So that was autom that was already behind a paywall as it is. But like the bulk right, of the game what... itself and running through stuff, you don't have to pay jack shit. Yeah. But I, I mean, the Eververse probably... store itself was just designed to make money for Bungie to be able to keep doing what they're doing now. Right. And that's my... Uh, and I get it. I, I think I'm just nitpicking at this point and trying to split hairs and... I don't know. Find, finding something to bitch about, to be honest, because um, they, they do offer a hell of a lot more than they used to. Mm-hmm. But it's to it's to the to that degree that the the whole game should be accessed, especially if it's ad based. If you throw in the ad based portion of it, um, where I was talking about, it's it should be all available to to free to play players in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I it's either you pay the money into it to have instant access. Or you put the work behind it and save uh, save up and get uh, get it that way. Even if that current that in game currency so is let's say limited. let's say you play it a lot 
let's say you play Destiny a lot, and they have the raid or the dungeon or certain things locked behind, I guess, owning the content or having access to it. Like, you have to pay yeah. into that service. But you still have the game for free. Yeah. Say you play enough and you do enough of an activity and you get, like, a raid token. And you get only one for however long you play or by doing some, something specific. But you only get the one token and it gives you one chance of playing the raid without having to own the actual DLC or content for that. Would that be a better right. option? Yeah, that's closer to what, what I'm talking about. I think that wouldn't that wouldn't be a bad idea. Because then at least you can do do the end game, especially like where I was talking about, they do the the ad revenues and stuff like that, where they're using other sources of income to supplement that. So, because um, obviously the more game time you have, the more exposure you have to those to those in game ads, they're still making that same money, but not passing on passing on the, those costs to the consumer. Especially right. if you already have, especially if you already have to buy the base game. You're, if you're going to force your players to buy the base game already, you're you're adding that's installation. That's the thing, Destiny's not. Neither is Fortnite, neither is Halo. So mm. your install base is already based on a zero sum. Yeah. I don't know. There's got, there's got to be, and grant, granted they're on a much lower scale, there, there's something to, like, gotcha games. They're making money. Oh, yeah. And they last, and they last for... I mean, there's a huge a difference between mobile and console, though. I mean, how how long are you watching ads on your phone? You don't even have to watch. You just if it says you can't skip the ad within five seconds or whatever, you just set it down, walk away, and then come back when you're ready. You could do the same thing with a video game, though. True, but you're not. The idea that we're talking about is you're not stopping the gameplay to watch the ad. It's just happening in the background. It's not affecting any gameplay. It's a, it's some to those aspects. Like for example, one of the games that I that I play or did for a while now that I'm into that slime game was um uh, seven deadly sins the the ads don't interrupt gameplay at all the the ads are for like the the extras that they that they throw in there where you can do a spin the wheel where you can get daily bonuses either in-game gems which is the, right, right. the currency you either pay for or the or you play to, to get for free by completing the missions and stuff like that. Um, you're still doing what you're talking about. The, the ad runs, you wait the five seconds and you skip it, or you wait till the whole thing go, uh, uh, goes away in 30 seconds, whatever. Uh, doing that, that type of stuff, that's, they're making money. I think Kingdom Hearts Union Cross was the same way, and that game was around for. Forgot that they brought stuff to mobile as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, granted, the game itself was like two two D ish and cartoony and stuff like that. I like how we're back um, around to Kingdom Hearts too. <laughs> like a perfect little bow oh. to wrap it up with. Yeah. Um, and that's the little qualities of life and stuff like that that made the game enjoyable. And the game was around for... Granted, there were actual whales dying into it and stuff like that. But it made the game enjoyable and made it last throughout, uh, for, what, three, four, five years, I think it was out, before they said, okay, we're shutting down the servers. But that was just because the storyline itself came to an end. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to do it, too, rather than trying to keep it going. Right, and then you can release, and 
I and I will tell you right now. I think I bought. I think I paid at most fifty bucks into the game hmm. for for the for the weekly bonus or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that was just because like a certain medal, um, because the game the game's uh attack reels themselves was you had to get like certain character medals that allowed you to attack, and there were some that had really awesome benefits that I wanted right away because I knew in the uh, they were that they were that OP at the time that would be almost six months to a year before you have any chance of collecting them in uh in the free to play gotcha version um I paid and it was only like 10 bucks for that week but I also got a whole bunch of other bo- bonuses for that week to make me spending that money worth it and mm. obviously asked I obviously asked uh Kalisa for permission at that point cuz she would murder me um boy that's that was my choice. It was my money. I was willing to spend on that. It's not being for. I'm being forced to, which is which is what we're com- uh, coming back to. What these games are doing, and I I, I want to. If I'm going to be spending extra money on a game, I want to be able to do it without being forced to buy the rest of the game. Um, okay. I bought I bought the DLC for the Kingdom Hearts three because it was a separate story developed after the fact, but the game itself, the original game itself was complete it's not that they made three quarters of the game and then you have to pay pay a dlc for the for the rest of the content no that 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 didn't happen right okay Ah. well that's an interesting way to look at it that's definitely not my mindset that's interesting I, i i if they weren't so money hungry, and I, and that could be my pessimistic side of it, I think a lot of the mainstream games can learn from the mobile gotcha games. There's a reason they're making the money that they are. I'm I'm sure it's not to the same scale. Yeah, but I, you don't I, see a lot of console uh, game developers just switching gears and going over to mobile either. I don't hear a lot about like the big game devs who do console games switching over and making anything for mobile. It's usually like the indie developers who will port their games over. Well, look at um, that brings it back to the Kingdom Hearts. Here we go again. Uh, well, that was the one of the one of the trailers that they were talking about. They talked about the fun. Uh, oh yeah, the mobile game was coming out. Right, and well, you saw what Crossroads looked like. The final, uh, at least the the trailer for that. That's the ending sequence, and the as far as like the design stuff like that, it was the same. It was, it was they used the same system as Union Cross, but then you saw Missing Link, which looks like a full a full on game. Before they even mentioned that it was a mobile game, I actually thought this was gonna be like a PS4 game. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it's a free-to-play mobile game. I'm like, okay, I uh, I'll check this out when it comes out. One of the one of the ones that they they did for Final Fantasy was a um, I wish I played it more. Was a uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, Final Fantasy VII: The First Soldier. It's a, multi- a multiplayer online shooter game. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But as far as the graphics, granted, it's a smaller screen, but the little bit that I tried, it's 
along the same ideas as like Fortnite and stuff like that, but it's a mobile game and it looks looks to the same degree of what the games look like on the mainstream consoles. I can see that happening. Mobile games aren't just the little sprites that you used to see on Farmville and shit like that anymore. Not the jeweled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess, well, yeah, you're right. That's Square Enix was a bigger company who actually put out a decent mobile game. But you just don't see enough of the companies doing that, though, to like actually get into the market. Like They did it, in, I guess, in a good, more approachable way, because you don't see them making games that are going to cost money. If they can make it for free and put it out and have you like buy bits and pieces for the game itself, I, that's probably a more approachable way of doing it because you're probably hard pressed to find anybody who will buy a mobile game for say like five or ten bucks. Right. It, it's unheard of at this point. You're, I, I'm not gonna pay. I'm not gonna pay pay for a game for a video. Uh, for my phone. If I'm gonna buy something, I'm gonna buy like some some special DLC that I want right then and there. And I don't want to wait six months to to get it. But at the same time, I can see, especially where the physical, where we were talking about, like the physical hard disks and stuff like that are going away. I can, I can, no. I I, I think, I think I'm pretty safe, pretty safe to say I will bet you a hundred dollars eventually as hard, uh, they'll fight it tooth and nail until the very end. They will. Uh, video game systems will switch over to the gotcha, to the gotcha, the way the gotcha games are, where eventually the games will be for free, like you were talking about the the, the subscription service, the way PlayStation has. Even if they're having you pay for the to connect to the network, the developers are going to go that route eventually. But they are already. <laughs> I mean, Destiny and Apex both have a gotcha system in place. You know, you have the engrams in Destiny, where you just go... I mean, they have Eververse engrams on their Battle Pass system, where you just go over to the store once you get it, open the engram, and you get a random cosmetic, or a ghost shell, or emote, or something like that. Apex has got the loot, uh, the loot robots that are in the levels when you play them. I don't know if Fortnite does, for sure. Um, Halo Infinite does not but halo mcc had a thing where you could earn experience and then you could go through their battle pass and spend your currency on whichever battle pass that they had active at the time and you can go back to right. previous ones like they never expired yeah. so, so it's happening now it's just to i guess to what extent okay anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> to wrap it up what game are you playing now uh any game at this point what game are you playing currently uh currently it's that that's slot um i can't believe i'm not um i uh was it i can't believe what the can't hell believe my former lover stuff? was a slime or whatever yeah it was yeah some <laughs> weird game like that hold on oh no that time uh that time i became a slime isekai okay which is uh the mobile game right i haven't paid a dime of it i have I have fun with it. It's it's not really all that serious. It's one of those. Uh, it's like it's a turn-based game. You play it. You can unlock your characters. I think they just had a um, had a collab with uh, Pac-Man, which was nice. weird. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I haven't. And this is one gotcha game I haven't 
thrown uh, thrown any money into it and haven't been tempted to because there's always in-game currency that I can collect and they make the gotchas easy enough. Mm-hmm. And they already have like qualities of life built into it where I'm not like with the farming system, a lot of the gotcha games they make you actually pay a play, whereas this one a lot for the base stuff like gold and what you need to level up your characters and stuff like that, I could set uh set it and forget it type of thing and yeah. then come back and actually play the important stuff. So what about you? Me and Meg have been playing the uh Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. Anytime any of the Lego games have gone on sale or anything, we tend to buy them because we like to perfect them. Like we get all the achievements, we beat the games 100%, then we move on to the next one. So we're working our way through them, and we were both looking forward to that one. So we've been focused on that for a while. It's I've always fun. heard. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. How how was it? Because I've always heard good things about the Lego it, versions of movies. They've all been pretty good games, but they've changed this one up in a lot of good ways. A lot of quality of life upgrades. Uh, they've done a lot better with their open worlds. They feel smaller, but they're also like packed full of stuff to do in between each level. And you're running through yeah. each of the nine movies, too. Right. But it's good. I like it. A lot huh? of fun. Now, <laughs> uh, is this one of the ones that is a cross, uh, uh, cross-platform release? Or? Uh, yeah, it's on all of them. It's on all of them? I, I think it's even on Switch, too. I'm pretty sure it it's hit everything. So, worth picking up. Well, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, if you've played any <laughs> of the Lego games, then you know what you're getting into for the most part. They've added a lot of new things, too. Like, you can upgrade each of the hero classes. Like, when I say hero, I mean you've got your characters, but then they're broken down into, like, hero or engineer or Sith or Mandalorian or anything like that. And then you can upgrade their abilities and their health and stuff like that, too. Yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> nah, I like that type of stuff. So that would actually be pretty cool. So I'll have, uh, I'll have to tell, uh, tell Callie about it. Probably not, uh, not a big Star Wars fan, but hey, I'll make her play. <laughs> I mean, if she likes Lego, she'll probably like that. Huh. And it's Sawyer to do it. Very true. That is an easy way to get him into Star Wars. Amelia loves Grogu, so it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's got a few Grogu shirts, but uh, he he just knows that it's Baby Yoda, and he knows that everybody else likes him. So mm-hmm. that's about it. I think I'm gonna stop it here. Okay, that was fun. Wow, that was pretty cool. I liked it. 